This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts is to support and empower you to open to who you are and to the greater wisdom of the world, greater knowing of the world, the, the, the expansiveness of who we are. They say that our physical being is like 1% of, of our whole of our whole being. That means there's a lot of us that are living in an energetic field that we can't see, but we sense and we know, most of us or some of us, in a sense we have emotions that are not physical, but we experience them uh, and other such things. So um, opening up to the experience of that in terms of giving up denying that is part of the spiritual emergence and immersion process. Now, I just mentioned the word, word emergence. And what that means is sometimes the body or the spirit is beginning to activate in such a way that rather than you being at choice about how you immerse yourself into this spiritual practice and spiritual evolution, something bigger or greater than you begins to happen. Sometimes it's a a chakra thing or um, um, kundalini thing or something else that is taking place in you that becomes the catalyst for a spiritual emergence process. It gets you started in, in a big way. Um, some people have uh, what's called an, uh, a transformational, transformational, spiritually transformative experience. That's what I'm trying to say spiritually transformative experiences. And that can be a near-death experience or an out-of-body experience, um, dreams, um, all kinds of experiences that are non-ordinary states of being that take us into a realm or a dimension or a reality that is not part of our consensus view of reality. Um, now, I've had probably thousands of spiritually transformative experiences, little tiny day-to-day indications of things, or even a little bit bigger than that, but been interesting, like, well, that's not normal, kind of synchronicity elements. So they can be very simple to callings. Uh, A calling is uh, this experience of divine intention or inspiration to follow something or go in a specific direction or do something that is, again, out of the ordinary. Uh, And that can be a spiritually transformative experience. Um, So there's all kinds of spiritually transformative experiences. If you're interested in knowing more, there's an organization uh, called the American Center for the Integration of Spiritually Transformative Experiences. And the acronym, the uh, website is A-C-I-S-T-E dot com. A-C-I-S-T-E dot com. Now, I've been working with uh, ASSIST for a very long time. Uh, I've t- uh, facilitated coaching trainings with them, and I am a, um, a practitioner working with people who have had spiritually transformative experiences and need some support and integration. That's what ASSIST is there for. And they have all kinds of great information there about um, experiences that are out of the ordinary. If you're interested, check it out. So um, this brings me to what I want to share with you today. Um, uh, A young fellow here on Orcus uh, uh, texted me a few last week, actually, and said, Rosie, I'm in trouble. I need some help. 
and I wasn't sure who it was, and I didn't get back to him because I thought maybe it's a spam. I didn't know who it was. <clears throat> but he called me back and said, Rosie, I, I'm having a real hard time here, and I need, I need some help. Can I see you? And he says, I think I've been possessed. Um, somebody from Southern California was here, and they, you know, I think they left something for me, on me. And I'm really uncomfortable, and I'm agitated. I, I just, it, it's awful. Uh, now, this fellow had had spiritually transformative experiences. He's uh, he's quite um, adept at um, a spiritual spiritual phenomena, we'll say. And this particular one of feeling possessed was something that, uh, you know, it's like, I don't know about you, but I know I've been had that experience of being possessed, of having Klingons or, or these discarnates or beings that are hanging on to me and making a difference in my life. They're influencing me. So this young fellow, we'll call him Harry, said, I really need help. I, I just, I can't, I'm at the end of my rope here. So I don't do deep possessions. I don't do um, the clearing work, that kind of stuff. Um, uh, so I referred him to my friend, Elizabeth Sabet, S-A-B-E-T. You can find her on uh, Google. And uh, she's phenomenal in being able to uh, support people in clearing energies and clearing um, people off people and, and even dead. Uh, let's see, uh, another friend of mine who died, uh, part of her death was that she had been possessed by somebody who blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, there's too much of this story. But um, so Elizabeth was able to help that person, even though they had crossed over. She was able to clear both the the um, in discarnate spirit, and she was also able to clear my friend, so she was clear of that energy. So Harry um, needed some help, and so I referred him to, to uh, Elizabeth, and he got some really, really wonderful results, and we'll continue to work with Elizabeth. So, um, sorry about the plane going over. So this is something that's part of our everyday life that we in the Western world don't consider normal. Um, my young grandson is uh, was telling his mom he's really afraid of ghosts. And um, I haven't had an opportunity to talk with him or to talk with her and say, hey, let's talk about this in a way that might be helpful for him. Because the fact of the matter is, is that there are, when we die, we have an opportunity to go to the light. Uh, but a lot of people don't. They choose to stick around because either they've... Um, they're too attached to people they're leaving behind or they're attached to their stuff or they didn't organize things. They didn't, wasn't, they weren't prepared for their death. Um, quite often with, um, in battlefields or perhaps like on 9-11, uh, where, you know, thousands of people were killed, earthquakes, those kinds of things. There's a lot of people who were not prepared to die. And so when they're, when they are crossed over, when they've died, they've lost their bodies, they're still very confused about what's happening and where they need to go and what to do. So there's lots and lots of beings on the other side that we can't see but but influence our lives. And I know a lot of people who've had little incidences around their house. I've had incidences around my house where all of a sudden in the middle of the night, you know, books and everything will fall off the shelf. Just one area of the shelf. Interesting things. So when we have these beings around us, uh, we call them ghosts or um, there's poltergeists, there's all kinds of energies, but 
rarely are they um, meant to be um, demon-like. They're mostly just people don't know what to do or they're, they're just have an agenda which is somehow to um, have their old life back or find some comfort or something. So the reason I bring this up is because for me, going through my spiritual immersion process, as I still am, there, there's times where if I'd been around people or in an environment um, and I leave that environment and I feel different, I, I am pretty sure that I've picked something up. You know, it's like picking up a cold or a virus, right? It's just that simple sometimes to pick up viruses or pick up um, entities or beings um, and um, disturbances. It's not difficult. Uh, but quite often we're not aware of it. I started um, I started using a pendulum and a clearing practice to clear myself the, to the degree I can, and that has created so much comfort for me. Let's say um, what I found was I'll clear myself in the morning, and then quite often around uh, four o'clock or so I would start to feel weird, and so I began to clear myself. I'd oh I feel weird. Um, and I'd clear myself, uh, do a clearing process, and I would feel normal again. So these little beings or energies can influence us on levels we're not even aware of. They can influence us emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. They can cause us to be um, grabbing for food or alcohol or um, addiction-based uh, practices. They can influence how, uh, symptoms, um, physical symptoms, um, health issues. So there's all kinds of influences from the other side. And um, if you're aware of them, and a lot of people go, oh, it can't be that. That's really stupid. But more and more and more, there are um, practitioners who are in the business of helping us clear these energies, clear these entities, clear these possessions. Um, and so that, that we're not influenced and we are sovereign, independent beings. Our sovereignty is, in a sense, our birthright. Our, our sovereignty of being is, is ours. And when these influencers come in um, from the other side, we lose our sovereignty. We lose our abilities to uh, be empowered and make choices on our own. We're influenced by this thing that we don't even know we're influenced by. And it can, um, in the worst case scenarios, like my friend, it can cause death. Um, and so uh, it's just something to think about. And especially, again, I, I, I really believe that when people get physically ill, uh, whether it's cancer or heart disease, liver disease, or whatever it is, that it could be energetic. It's always energetic of some sort, but it could be energetic um, elements that we can um, depossess ourselves of or um, support, get support from people who depossess people. Shamanic practitioners is a, another great um, resource. That's what they do uh, quite often is do, do the depossessions as well as soul retrieval, those kinds of things. So as part of this uh, spiritual immersion process, we um, need to, I believe we need to, I know I needed to expand my capacities to take in the, the truth about the reality of the world and that we're not this physical being uh, alone, but that we have these energetic um, elements 
and elementals around us all the time. The positive ones, angels, fairies, I believe in fairies. Haven't seen them, but I can feel them. Um, so we have positive uh, energies, positive guides and stewards. And then we've got some that are not so positive and not here to support and, and uh, um, help us. Uh, and one more thing that I want to mention is, you know, when we think of somebody dies, we think they go to sort of a higher realm and that they're now sort of an enlightened being. And more and more the evidence and what people have experienced is they're just the same. They're just without bodies. So if you're talking to your sister who crossed over, she's just your sister. She just doesn't have a body anymore. She's not any more necessarily any more wise than she was when she left. She's just without a body. So sometimes when we're talking to people we know, we expect them to have some sort of wisdom. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they may just tell you what they would have told you had they been alive. It's fascinating, really fascinating. So um, again, if, if you're having issues that you might consider that you've got um, some Klingons or um, uninvited guests into your sovereign being, um, I would encourage you to talk to um, either your, if your health practitioner is not a good source for that, I would talk to um, Elizabeth Sabat or assist uh, or um, uh, shamanic practitioners or energy workers. There's all kinds of people that do this kind of work. And the most important thing is to bring you back into your sovereignty. All right, big hugs. Bye for now. Thank you.